Hey, this is Green Grass, a podcast, part of the Digitant Podcast Network. We are your hosts, Carrie Wheat and Kelly McVeigh. How's it going, guys? So great to have you here today. Let's get started. This is the Weekly Roundup. How's New York? It was so fun. It was fun. I feel like it must have felt so short. Only it's a weekend, right? It's just a weekend. I thought it felt long. <laughs> I mean, I was with kids. But we were there Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. So got we it. got there Thursday afternoon and we like walked around Times Square, the M&M store. Did, you know, like kids, they'd never been to Times Square. Right. Thursday night, we went out to dinner, sushi. Then Friday, we went and saw the Statue of Liberty and the World Trade Center Memorial and went to the Music Man. And then Saturday we did FAO Schwartz and the Today Show. And oh, you stood outside for the Today Show? We didn't. It was pouring down rain, but it was more that we went to Rockefeller. You know what I mean? Like we went yeah. Yeah. around there and then went to FAO Schwartz. And then Saturday night we saw Beetlejuice. That is a packed couple days, dude. And then Sunday we came home, like we went to breakfast and then came home, but no, it didn't feel short. <laughs> it felt very, very long. <laughs> what did, how did they feel about it? So they loved every minute. I was, I was um, complimenting my children in the sense that my aunt was like, these kids never complained one time. Oh. They were so amazing. And I was like, here's the deal. My kids were silent. Like both of them had one moment. But they weren't vocally loud, whining, complaining, temper tantrums because they're 11 and 12. It was more that Mason, we walked like seven and a half, eight miles on Friday. Mm -hmm. And he is not the mover and shaker of the bunch. And so he was like whispering to me, I'm going to die. How much longer? How, when are we going to be there? When are we going to be there? But it was very like quiet and faint in my ear. And then Saturday, when it poured, 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 um, Emerson was wet and she wanted to go back and change before we went to lunch. Mm -hmm. And I was like, listen, we're already almost by the restaurant. If we eat, we might as well just eat and then go back and shower and take a nap and be warm. Like there's no sense in us going to the hotel, drying off and then going back out in the rain right. to go to lunch. But she was not, she wasn't a fan. She was not happy, but she again was silently like, I'm not going to lunch. And then when we went to lunch, when it was time for her to order, she was like, I'm not hungry. But I felt like this was her silent pouting. Like, I'm not eating right now because I'm wet. Um, and you were with your. My aunt. So oh, okay. My mom's brother's wife. Mom's brother's wife. Okay. I mean. That's kind of says a lot about your parenting that they just silently whine to you. Yeah. And listen, in the whole scheme of things, now I do have to say this other thing. Hugh Jackman, I feel like this is partially that our listeners will love this. Hugh Jackman is a music man. He was phenomenal. Now, I feel like sometimes when stars are in Broadway shows. Yeah, yeah it's not so phenomenal. Yeah, that it's like they got a shoe in. I'm not saying that they're not talented in some way, that their acting's amazing or their singing's amazing, but he <laughs> danced. <coughs> You're fine. He danced. He tap danced. He was an incredible singer. Um, I was 
all I was so I loved every minute of it. No, he's a he's a triple threat, that guy. Oh my gosh. I I knew that he because of Greatest Showman. Like right. obviously, like I knew that he was talented, but I think Broadway is so spot on in the moment. And he was like full blown dancing with these like major dancers. And I was just like, wow, like I'm all in. But let me show you what Mason thought of that show. He slept the entire time. He slept. Oh no. Was it just because he was so exhausted he finally sat down? I think we got up at 645 that morning and we went to the Statue of Liberty and did the whole tour and we had to be at the ferry. And that was the day we walked eight miles. And he's not, he's a morning person, not a nighttime person. And the show started at eight. I think he was just tired and he just like out cold. Yeah. And there's probably nothing that could have made him stay up. That's no. like, that's then, like an infant in a car seat type of situation. Like totally. he was just out of it a couple, like when he first fell asleep, I was like, Mason. And then I was like, no, listen, he looks so peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> but then we went and saw Beetlejuice on Saturday night and it was amazing as well. I love that movie. I will always love that movie. So I didn't know what to expect from Beetlejuice because now you'll all hate me for saying this maybe, but if I see a Broadway show in my, just my total opinion, I'm not really in for like Aladdin or Frozen. Now, listen, I thought I saw Aladdin. It was great. I saw Lion King of obviously Lion King was cool. The animals coming down and whatever. But like, I like a story that I don't know that hasn't been a Disney movie. Like I like a, something so I'm not I I kind of in my mind thought that Beetlejuice was going to be like that but it was so good it was hysterical it had adult humor that I was just like hopeful that my kids weren't really understanding but it was hysterical and it was really good did it follow the movie or did it not I mean somewhat because for sure like Beetlejuice is trying to scare you know what I mean but it had to change a little bit. Like it wasn't, it wasn't spot on to the movie. I haven't seen, you know, plus pandemic. I have not seen a Broadway show in so long. I miss it. I'm you've been in New York a couple times since I've been to New York one. I went to New York once, but it was like a day and I was there for a wedding. Like I didn't get to do anything. So I'm kind of a cuckoo about shows. I love to go to shows. Makes sense. And did you guys drive or did you take a, f- you, you flew? No, we flew and that was fun too. So Emerson and Mason haven't flown for like a really, really long time. And it's all the things that kids get excited about. What I forget what they were so excited about yesterday. And my aunt was like looking at me smiling. Cause she was just like, it would not be something that we would care about anymore. You know what I mean? Because we're right. just like balls. Right, right, right. You're like so excited about it, but I can't remember what it was. It doesn't even matter that they loved it. They loved the subway. Like, yes. We took them on the subway because I wanted them to have the full blown experience and they loved the subway. Um, I mean, I can't think of any. Were they like- just like wide eyed and like. Yeah. It's just huge. It's just huge when you're that age. 
Everything was huge and they loved all of it. The lights, the whatever. Um, Mason is a shopper. <laughs> so, okay. He, and we, this theme came up multiple times where like, Emerson has like a hundred dollars of birthday money, Christmas money, all the things that she's saved up. Mason has like $15. He's a shopper. So basically he had not had the money saved up that your daughter had saved up. Yeah. And, but listen, it was an all things that like my aunt said that she would get them something. Emerson's money was like saved because she was like really processing. And Mason was like, I want this M&M orange water bottle from the M&M store. I want this little backpack. I want this stuffy. Like he can spend it all. And he like, will see a store from five miles away and be like, oh my gosh, we should go to that store. He's just a shopper. Okay. Okay. Well, I I think you don't notice those things in every day. Not that I shouldn't notice that like you go to the grocery store and there's one that wants to buy something and one that's like, just, but he is for sure a shopper. So did you guys get a lot of stuff? No, no, we didn't get a lot of stuff. They each got a stuffed animal from FAO Schwartz. Uh, This is a funny story for the podcasters, which are for the listeners that I wish that my aunt had taken a picture of, but um, it was raining on the way to FAO Schwartz and I wasn't soaking wet because I, we got umbrellas, but it was like windy rain. So my hair was like damp. We walk in, it's, you know, it's an experience, FAO short. So like, there's all kinds of like demonstrations of these special erase magic markers and whatever. And this guy's flying a drone. I, I don't know that it was exactly a drone, but like a drone toy thing. He flies it accidentally. He was an employee into my hair, but it keeps flying. So it's like this. <laughs> in my hair and in my it's like just tangled into my hair like this my hair is also somewhat damp um so there's like three employees trying to get this drone out of my hair because it's like stuck in my hair anyway and then of course they're fearful that I'm mad you know what I mean they're like right 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 look they're like being super but I'm like the you know not that person gets mad about stuff anyway I had this huge tangled knot in my hair (laughs) until we got back to the hotel because even though they got it out the knot that it had created by spinning in my hair was still right, there. I just right. had this huge knot on the side of my head. Anyway, I wish that we had a picture of that because it was comical. <laughs> Honestly, Kelly, I feel like in a way I have a fast life because I live in a faster city than you do, but yeah. for sure you have a faster life than me. 100%. Like you just went to New York you're about to take off for work again. Where do you get to go this time? San Antonio. Okay, so that's like halfway across the country. I've never been to San Antonio, so I'm super excited about it. Is it yeah. the walk or something like that? I don't know, but man, like you to me are like, go, 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 go. Because I don't really go anywhere recently. I know, I am a busybody. Uh-huh. I mean... It seems very busy to me because I feel like, I don't know. It's like, it seems I'm at that point, point in my life where I'm just very settled into our daily lives here. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I do think I live life that way, but I can say that I, I feel busy right okay, now. You do. I, right now I feel super busy and I do. I feel super busy right now. Does it stress you out or is it just like, cool? 
My eyes been twitching for like two weeks. Have we talked about this? <laughs> my eye has been twitching for two weeks. My left eye. I did call the doctor's office a few days ago and ask if I have a brain tumor. They said stress, too much caffeine, not enough sleep. And it continues to twitch. So anyway, I don't know if I'm stressed out or not, but <laughs> I'm unsure. No, listen, it's all fun stuff. Like this weekend was fun. Like I had so much fun, but that in, in itself is exhausting, right? Like, yeah, yeah. We got home last night. Um, Jeff's been traveling. So like last night was really the only night that I got to see Jeff. And then Jeff left again today. And so he's gone again this week. And so like, there's no groceries the guinea pig needed to go to the vet. <laughs> the guinea pig needed to go to the vet. I also meant to ask you, did you guys figure out the skunk or is he still around? The skunk is gone. I mean, okay. cross so, the fingers. Ammonia, if anyone has a skunk out there, ammonia and mothballs. So we poured ammonia and mothballs into no, the hole. Oranges, you had said. Originally, we did oranges. Okay. He wasn't upset by the oranges. He just. Okay. He probably ate them. He ate them or he gave them to a friend that ate them, but he didn't (laughs) care about the oranges at all. He was just like, screw your oranges. I was shocked. And I probably talked about this. Jeff like put like 10 bags of like gravel, rocks, pebbles, like 10 bags, like this big of rocks into this hole. And three days later, he had this skunk had dug up all of these rocks and all the rocks were just piled everywhere and he had he had dug up through the rocks i guess they're like major diggers and and, and, and jeff was just like it was like a, one of those cartoons like what were the two, like the tasmanian devil or whatever yeah 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 to each other it was like jeff saw all these rocks everywhere and was just like oh my gosh anyway so we poured ammonia into the hole and mothballs but then we didn't cover the hole. So okay. they could come out of the hole. Okay. And then, you know, we put paper towels of ammonia. Anyway, then he hasn't been back. We put rocks. Now we've covered it and put dirt over it. And there has been no signs of the skunk. I think he got the eviction notice. It's like man versus skunk. That's what it felt like. <laughs> it felt like when I went out that morning and I saw all the rocks because it was kind of like, yes, it's there's no way he can get out. I mean, right. these guys were like this big, and it was just like dumped into because it's probably under our patio, right? So right, right, it's like no way that he can get out of here. And when I went out and all those rocks were everywhere, I was like, I cannot even believe this. Um. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got an update on that. And then, sorry, what was the other critter? The guinea pig. The so, guinea pig needed to go to the vet. Like, I don't even know how to wrap my head around everything that you've got going on over there. I mean, I feel like having a fur baby in the house just ups and it's not the same thing as having a dog. I know. It might be the same thing as having a cat. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we have to clean its cage like every couple of weeks. We actually have two, Lily and Lulu, but Lily, Lily's skittish and kind of a baby still. Lulu has a cold and she's a little raspy. She's got a runny nose. Oh my God. I just felt concerned about it. Anyway, when I took her to the vet today, every time she sneezed, the vet would say, God bless you. (laughs) (laughs) 
and she has the sneezies. I cannot wrap my head around you going to New York City, doing that itinerary, coming home to no groceries, and then taking a guinea pig to the vet and then taking off for a corporate trip to San Antonio in literally two days. I'm. (laughs) Yeah, I have so much because it's our convention. I have so much work to do in the next two days. Um, So Emerson likes to snuggle sometimes at night. And I was like, I have to work tonight, like for a few hours. And she was like, "Mm." and I was like, no, if you come in here, I'll want to be snuggly. And I I don't have no time for this. No time, no time for snuggles. Oh, that's tonight. Yeah. Tonight I'm going to work for a while. So she would normally come in like right around this time to snuggle. (laughs) Got it. I, I kind of hope my bean still wants to snuggle at that age. I love that they want to snuggle. But tonight I, I can't snuggle. No snuggle time tonight. But I do love they love to snuggle. Um, all right. So, okay. So all in catching up. Uh, so we, uh, 6 a.m. run was last week. And uh, after this conversation, do you feel different about your um, going into the, the marathon even without training? So he, of course, pumped me up. Yes. I'm an inspirational, like I love motivation, inspiration, figuring it out. I mean, here's the thing. I do do that hundred mile bike ride most years. This year I did not, but I do very, very limited training for that. And like, it's not about how long it takes me or how fast I'm going. It's just about the fact that I finish. So it did give me a totally different attitude going into the marathon that listen, I'm going to run. It might be six miles. It might be 10 miles. It might be 14 miles. It could possibly be 20 miles with six miles walking. I might finish. Like I have no idea. I also felt like from our conversation that something that I noticed that, and I think that people do this in life in general, in my opinion. Um, I think sometimes if I wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have this, I have this, I have this. I don't have time to do 10 miles. Like I should. So I just don't do it at all because mm-hmm. it feels like what, like, it feels like, well, I don't know. Or I think I'm not going to do it right now. Cause maybe later I'll have an hour and a half to do it. And so then I don't run. And then my day gets away from me where I think since we talked, I've been running, I do run a lot during the week. So I'm not saying that I run probably four days a week at least, but I have been running every day, even if it's two miles or three miles or five miles since we talked because he made me feel like if you're just doing little, a little consistently every day, all of that leads up to you being more prepared. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely that is something that I try to do on a daily basis. I'm just like, like when you can't wrap your head around a big task. Yeah. Like there was a task. I was just like procrastinating like crazy. And I was like, Carrie, just do the first fucking thing. Just do the first thing. Yeah. And then it turned into a 10 step process. I had to do this whole email campaign campaign where like you're doing a sales funnel for a product and you have to do all these technical things. And it, it just mentally and emotionally overwhelmed me if I try to like attack the whole thing at once. Yeah. I think that's for so many things. Yes. So I think that the consistent, the little bit, And I think I just have a better attitude going into it that like, yeah, let's just see what happens. 
Where before I was like, okay, well, I'm a loser. I'm never going to be able to do any of this. Yeah. So uh, on my end, uh, it is just hustle bustle over here to make the ends meet. We are suing a contractor. We just yeah. fired another one for being completely unprofessional. We did not lose as much money on that one, but we certainly lost time. Uh, you know, trying to pay all the bills plus pay for renovations and then yeah, plus losing money when people aren't doing the job that they said they would do and having to like put more money in to sue somebody. It just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. Hold on, babe. No, it's, it's like, so normally in my life, I kind of do the thing where I'm just like, look, I cannot focus too much on how much I'm making today it is an overall over the entire year thing. And I have to strategize and make it like, you never, of course, want to be spending more than you're making on a general basis. But like, I don't think about it too much. Like I need to balance my checkbook every single week. It yeah. needs to make sense overall. And it will. But at this point, since we're like doing a renovation, it's not going to make sense till next year. Because yeah when we actually get it rented or Airbnb or whatever it is. So right. we're definitely, I'm sure Kelly, you've had those years in your life where it just feels like you're shelling it out. And then years of sure. your life where it's like coming in. And or months. Yeah. I feel like my life is like months where I'm like, wow. And then there's other months that I'm like, uh, yeah. Where you're just like all the bills come at once and you have to do it now because it's in interest of your future in interest of a financial investment that you're making. Um, and it makes sense now. It won't make sense later. So we're definitely in that space and it's a little bit stressful. Actually, I have to say what has served me is like being in this industry, my entire adult professional life, because you get it, you build up a tolerance for this a bit. Yeah, where you just don't know exactly what's going on financially, and it's all right, kind of. Do you feel like because you and Asa are both in that realm that you both like you both get it easily, or does does your stress feed off of each other, or do you feel like you are both in the same boat, so you just get it? Yeah, I think the the, the latter. Like I'm not that stressed. More more so, the energy goes towards like I was like, okay. I, to make this better, I need to pick up, I need to get two or three of my clients to book, book privates with me this week. Like yeah. I just need to nudge and push a little bit here and there. And these people would buy these services for me anyway. I'm just doing the reminders and yeah. not everybody's going to be available. So lo and behold, push a little, uh, I ended up booking like two massage sessions tomorrow and plus a, no, three, three for tomorrow. Yeah. And it doesn't really like, change the bigger picture of it but like every now and then you know like it 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 matters overall you know so um I'm definitely used to this lifestyle it just uh it's just it's just a little bit like it's a little tight right now and and of course next year when we have passive income coming in it's it's not going to be as tight so it's just it's just where we're at um and it's also okay, but yeah, definitely focused on it. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I think that would be a lot. And I can't believe that you've dealt with all this stuff with the house, man, people, you know what I was thinking? I was like, this is how people become the, become part of the, become not wanting to help other people. 
Yeah. That's how that happens. And it makes sense to me because I am surrounded. I'm in a city and yes, I'm in a big city and yes, there's corruption and yes, there are people just like trying to get off free. But like, I'm in a city with a bunch of dreamers. Like everyone around me is like, their goals are high. Even if they're not physically around me, their goals are high. Like the people that are in my life, you, you know, like everyone I talk to on a podcast, super high goal, regardless of where they're at. And so this idea that people are just trying to like steal from other people with no remorse. Yeah. And just the balls that that takes. It's boring to me. Like I have no idea what kind of personality it would take to be okay with that. Cause I would never like the, this, this, uh, this person that, you know, he, he basically like, it's like if I took a, the, the person we just fired, it's like if I took an aerial job and got to the venue and realized, oh, these people have money to spend. Yeah. And then I turn around and say, oh, I'm doing you a favor. I'm not charging you that much. No, you signed a contract. You signed a contract. We negotiated a rate. Do the work. Yes. And I don't even know where people are getting this because we've gotten this, like, I feel like we've gotten this, like, sentiment a couple times where you're just, oh, you guys are rich. Like, how are you guys getting that sentiment? Like, I know what wealth looks like, like real financial wealth. And that's not the picture of this <laughs> situation. Yeah. Like, like, you know, you know Do what I'm saying? I think that it's because, and I'm just, I have no idea. Do you think it's because you live in LA and I'm saying someone that is in the Midwest or in Northeast, the Northeast has no idea what someone living in LA is going through or you and I know that because we're more, you know, into this profession and understand I wasn't ever a dancer dancer, but I get it a little bit more where someone that is on you know, in the Midwest thinks, oh, they live in LA and they bought a second home in. Right. They must be, they must have so many, so much. And uh, maybe it's such a hard perspective for me to see. I mean, I I guess, but even though it doesn't make it right. No, it doesn't make it right. But is that the perception? Um, I don't know because it certainly isn't the case. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, we're just a working class family. Yeah. Bottom line. Bottom line. Yeah. And um and so a lot of our texts to to people have been like, dude, we're just a working class family. Like this really hurts. Yeah. And and um I just like, I don't know, dude, it might be the case. That perception but it yeah, is not the case. How needs done for you to move forward? Yeah, it's holding us back from like, you know, being able to being able to get some of that investment back. I don't know. It also makes me wonder um just people in general like you know I'm a political junkie and I listen to all these podcasts and what people who might live in the middle of the country think about coastal elites and I use air quotes that yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I would be in that category, except I don't, I'm not living like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, like, guys, 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 I'm over this podcast. He's like, heard it. I understand what you guys are going through, but I'm (laughs) done. 
Like I've been listening to my mom talk about this shit for like way too long. You people got to figure this out. Why haven't you, why haven't you guys figured it out yet? Are you very hungry? Or you just want mama's attention? She's like, I'm hungry. I want my mom. Listen, do you want some tomatoes and cucumbers? I have some here. She's like vegetables. You're offering me vegetables. I have like a little salad here that I've made for myself to eat and before so, I go to work. Would she want vegetables or no? I think that depends because she loves sucking on tomatoes. She won't necessarily eat it, but she'll like take all the moisture out of it. Like yeah. she'll drink, drink it kind of like suck on it. Um, yeah. Do you want this? No, you don't want that. Yeah. So Kelly, I don't know. I don't know what people assume. And it would surprise me to think that it really, it really sucks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I have to say the, the one thing that I always think when I am in this position, I am not in a position where I don't have options. Yeah. Which makes all the difference in the world. You know, I have, I have an education, I have training in a lot of different fields. So I just have to kind of hustle. Um, but so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're super smart. Like you can do whatever. I, I think that this job too, you have to think of the luxury. The I don't know if luxury is the right, right word, but the ability that you get to stay home with Bean and what even yeah. daycare and all of that can cost. So much. I know. Insanity. It's insanity. So, you know, it's, I, my, my tax guy just told me that too. And he, you know, we were looking over my finances. He's like, you realize that you actually made 36,000 more than you did this year because you didn't pay for health. You didn't pay for childcare. Yeah. Like that's how much it would have cost. Yeah. Um, because you're somehow doing it all at once. And I was lucky because I have a child that I'm able to do that with, or I've trained her and, or it's a combination of both. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I, I don't huge. know. I don't know. I don't know the answers. Kelly, I have no answers. <laughs> we don't, we're supposed to find the answers on here, but you, you and I don't have any. I, I learn. I learned that I have answers for nothing. Yeah. Uh, if, if the podcast, if, if the listeners out there, if that either gives you comfort or makes you frustrated that I don't have the answers, I just don't, I don't like, I just feel like I know more, less and less and less the, the older I get. I don't think that's true. I think that's just the day you're having. But I think that we, I, I get it. But I think that we are actually growing, aren't we? And learning more, kind of. Oh, yeah, we are. And I feel like, oh, my God. I'm crunching those. You're so loud. Sorry. You're funny. <laughs> I know how long it could take to build any type of business right yeah and in my aerial business that's about three to four years in we're about a year and a half to two years into this one yeah it takes so much time the other thing that I wanted that I've been talking a lot about this week because I just saw an old friend of mine yesterday she does the solo dance act for Magic Mike in Vegas and she was in town we had lunch with her me and Bean yeah, I love and, that. Yeah, we were talking about the professional dancers who have who have retired, but then also 
what are the options there? A lot of the women I know got married and can have that financial support. Yeah. There are other people, I'm in the category where we're trying to, when we're trying to create a second chapter, a second career with the skill set that we have, with the ideas and creativity that we have, and not to be surprised that it isn't super fast. Like it doesn't take nine months, like it takes years and years even if you have a good base to what you're doing, you know, like if you're doing a fitness, like a friend of mine, she created a fitness brand and, you know, it's been like five, six years that she's been posting on Instagram and you can see before she would have like 150 likes and now she has like 150,000 likes on her posts. Yeah. You know, she's just been doing that crawl, you know, to turn into a, a fitness brand. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's definitely interesting because a lot, and sometimes I think with the men, I don't know what they do because they are less, least likely, less likely to find a situation where they marry into a financial stability type of situation yeah. than the females. Yeah. I honestly don't know what, what a lot of them do to recover from a career that doesn't really do anything for you financially until you're like, you know, Maybe you retire at 35, maybe at 40, maybe, you know? Yes. I do not know. It's not something that we thought through. Kelly, I didn't think through. Well, I mean, at (laughs) the time. This is going back to the first episode we ever had. Did not think it through. I know, but there's so many pluses to the life you've lived for (laughs) sure. I know. I'm jealous. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, we also... You know, I think back all the time and I'm like, had I made a different decision, I would have, my heart would have hurt. Yeah. It wouldn't have, you know, it would have, it would have for my whole life. Yeah. And so I'm not, I'm not just having, I'm not really having just a bad, I'm not really having a bad day. It's just what we've been consumed by for months, for months and months and months. Um, And then, yeah, yeah. And then an online business is again what we've always said like nowadays it's like this content it just goes into the desert like a drop of water yes you know i've never heard anyone say that before but it's real it's so real yeah um for example we're almost gonna wrap up here i we talked about a million things but it makes sense we just talk about what's going on with with our week uh i had a student come in her neighbor is an influencer Legit, like influencer, hot Filipino woman. And she brought in a whole bag of like, if you go to Sephora, these cosmetics, you know, they, they retail for 35 to $70. And there are at least a hundred pieces in there. That's amazing. She just gave them to us. Like there are four women in class that day and the people who showed up in class got the stuff. So fun. I love it. Yeah. So guess what? My, my sister-in-law gets her 50th birthday gift from this stash. Sorry, yeah. if you're listening to this, I, 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 I went by other means to get you this awesome gift, but I like got her. It's, it's like, I got her like five things. I love that. That's so fun. Yeah. That's and you know how, gift. yeah. And makeup, you know, goes bad. And I feel like I need to just toss out everything I have had yeah. had since the pandemic. So yeah. I just, I, I basically got one palette of like all different colors that I might need. I'm just going to chuck all my old eyeshadows and just use this new palette. Amazing. Yeah. I don't know. So 
even though I'm uh, like, I like struggle in my mind as a quote unquote influencer, the influencer that my friend knows just gave me some free shit. Yeah. That's amazing. I love it. Yeah. So jealous. (laughs) So jealous. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of your weekend in New York, but, but, but at the same time, not really, because that sounds really exhausting. I am. I'm so tired. I am so tired. I can't. (laughs) And you leave for San Antonio tomorrow? No, Thursday. Oh, okay. So you got Um, a couple days. Yes. Yes. So not till Thursday. Okay. Well, uh, we have a lot of guests that are, we are lining up. We do. I'm so excited. We have so many guests that we're lining up and a lot of them are really exciting and we have to wait for certain deadlines to get them and wait for a month to get them, wait for three weeks and then we get on their schedule. So we're not going to leak anything now, but we're so excited. I, I, we are so excited. So much exciting stuff to come. I I can't even explain. Yeah. So, uh, all right. We will, uh, you know, we'll get through the week. We got lots of good stuff. We're going to make it through this week. We're going to survive all things. We're going to be, we're going to blow it up. And someday we're going to talk about on here how we're financially stable and (laughs) not running all over the universe. All all of the investment of my time and effort and your time and effort. It's going to just like pay off in a way we didn't expect later on. I have a feeling. We can't wait to tell you about it. Positive. <laughs> we can't wait to tell you about it in a couple of years when it happens. It. Yeah. <laughs> so if you feel the same way about going to the grocery store and, oh my God, it's so expensive, don't worry, you are not yeah. alone. Exactly. Exactly. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Remember to subscribe here. And if you want to listen to more of me, to The Expecting Aerialist, check out all the other podcasts on the podcast network. Very focused on health and wellness. Hey Bean, you want to say hi? Hi. Yeah. Thanks to Asa Watkins, sound engineer, and honor us with a five-star rating and a review where you get your podcast. We'll love you forever. Thank you so much for being here. Over and out. This is Greener Grass. Mommy.